Sports Orbit. We make the world go round. Hello and welcome to yet another edition of Sports Orbit right here on uh, the Leadership Podcast Studio. My name is uh, Olawali Ayeni and I'll be your host for uh, today. I have in the studio with me, Alpha, joining us on the post of the show today. How are you doing, Alpha? Good to be here, Wally. As we might all be aware, mm. in an hour's time from now, mm. the Sport Eagles will be filing out once again to mm. uh, trade tackles with the Cape Verde counterparts. In their quest for you know a spot mm. in the final round of the qualifying stages of the World Cup team. Mm. At this point in time, it is the, the dilapidated Super Eagles team uh, that will be actually you know, be playing against uh, uh, the Sharks of uh, Cape Verde. Uh, the match is starting 5 pm John time right there in uh, Cape Verde. And we expected to see uh, the penetrative left side you know, uh, getting. Uh, to go for the maximum three point in that encounter, but we know it's going to be difficult for him because uh, the likes of uh, uh, in will be uh, in Achor, the likes of Leon Balogun, the likes of um, Trust Econ and Tabo, Joe Aribo will actually be missing in action uh, to, uh, to the COVID 19 restriction from uh, the UK government. At this point in time, we have about uh, 20, you know, uh, 20 six players are in Cape Verde at this point in time and they are warming up for the match against uh, the Cape Verde side. Looking at the score of the Super Eagles at this point in time, uh, should they actually go out for three points or they should sit back, defend and wait for a counter attack and see if they can get uh, the likes of Samuel Kalu, Moses Simon, to run through flanks and you know, deliver the ball for a, a certain uh, a Paul Monato who is very you know, tall and at this point, I think the best strategy or tactics rather uh, for this game will be to go for an all-out victory. Uh, in this kind of games, it's good to you know, start gaining the necessary points on time. Because if the Super Eagles come away with the victory in this one, that's six points already in the bad. So with six points, you know that, okay, maybe in your next couple of games, take another matches to go. Exactly. So if you get six points, uh, from from this one, you know that maybe another four extra four points oh, will, 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 will guarantee you, you know, uh, uh, you know, top spot in the group. So I believe the Eagles should go all out, and there shouldn't be an excuse that okay, yes, fine, agreed, we are missing some of our key players who have made made a whole world of difference in this encounter. But that notwithstanding, we should it shouldn't be an excuse. They should go all out. The replacements we have. The other thing is, I don't know how good they are, you know. Uh, like a friend of mine just uh, talking formally this morning, he said, Is we yet to see how that transition for the Eagles between defense, midfield, and attack will happen because, as it is, the midfield is completely non existent. So, I know it's going to be a difficult one, but that notwithstanding, I expect the Eagles to go all out for a win at least. Because if you look at, uh, I think this is the first time we've been uh, kicked there, second time, oh, second time okay, we've been uh, kicked there. And if you look at the group, that you see uh, the first match uh, uh, Cape Verde against uh, Central mm. African you know, uh, Republic. Mm. They actually threw that match yeah. one one. Yeah. Um, like they were actually you know, played a match against uh, Central Africa yesterday and they defeated you know, Central Africa yeah. by a long goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the goal actually you know, came at the tail end of the match. Yeah. So it means at this point in time, uh, the Super Eagles are still you know, leading you know the uh, uh, the group scene. Are followed by you know, Liberia, who are sitting in uh, the second spot, then followed by Kidvet, who, yeah. who have just one point from you know, yeah. uh, one match, then followed by 
you know, uh, sometimes that probably got, got a little much in it and lost one. So, looking at the permutation, looking at what some people will say, you can't actually compare what uh, uh, Central Africa, uh, Central Africa, uh, well, uh, Central African Republic playing against Cape uh, for us to use that one to judge the match that are going to play against Cape Yeah, absolutely. And another thing is, like we keep saying in football, they are no longer winners anymore. Like uh, the Cote the, the Ivorian match, if you recall, and Cote d'Ivoire played, I think it was in Zimbabwe or so, and they played the goalless draw. Yes. Who would expect that a team like a country like Zimbabwe? We'll go to so we could work. So it was really, really a surprising result. So we shouldn't take any of these uh, 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 teams in our in our group for, for granted. Is to go all out and not be complacent and try to underrate. I know the Kebedi side play very, very good football. They have enough speed, you know, and there's there, there's plenty of youth on their side. So I really hope the Super Eagles will be able to contain. Uh, uh, these guys, you know, so it's going to really, really be a difficult and tactical matter. I don't compare. So the, the the result that happened between them and, and Central African Republic should not be used as a yardstick to judge. To judge, to yes, yes, you know, oh. it's good to take every match as it comes. Mm. So I think the best thing for the Eagles is mm. to go all out there, play your best game, and do everything within their power mm. to ensure that three points are in the bag today. Of course, uh, looking at uh, the team list, uh, talking about uh, the, uh, uh, the players actually uh, went uh, flight uh, to Cape At this point in time, goalkeeper, two of the three goalkeepers that uh, actually uh, were uh, on duty for uh, the Liberian you know, game, they are still intact. Talking about the likes of Francis Ozoa, Dana Peye, Yamadu Karapoye, they are the three goalkeeper. Any of them might be actually you know, be called to uh, stand in between the sticks uh, for the Super Eagles. But uh, with the performance of uh, Maduka Okoye in the last match against Nigeria, do you think Abuna uh, Trosh should still ensure that the confidence uh, in him uh, let him to start uh, this particular match? Yeah. One, I think he should start. And secondly, if you really notice in that Liberia game, um, maybe because of the good work, the likes of Chus Ekong and Dion Balogun did. Okoye was basically on holiday in that match. He wasn't really troubled. He wasn't really tested, per se. You know, so for me, I don't even think that match was even enough to really judge him on performance because the defense did a good job. So he. But it was just a roller coaster. Yeah, exactly. So he wasn't really tested. But, you know, like they say a lot of times, you don't change the winning team. So I think for the sake of chemistry and cohesion, he should, you know, his his defenders are not even there. So at least what well, he should still be between the sticks for now. So I, I think General has decided that okay, Okoye will be his number one. So I think if that's the case, then then for now he should stick with him. Except maybe he com- commits, you know, a terrible blunder that you know leads to you know something terrible on the part of people. But I really think he uh, should. Uh, uh, keep, uh, keep up on that. Oh, then looking at uh, the defense, we have the legs of Awazim, uh, uh, we have the legs of uh, Kenneth, uh, Omaro, yeah. we have uh, Seidu, we have Collins. Uh, which which pairing should we have not seen from Kenneth Rock? You know, all these names you mentioned, I like for Kenneth, you know, to be sincere, I haven't seen Kenneth in action for quite a long time. You know, so I don't know the, the the level of you know his his, his form you know where his form is at right now uh, because even 
just to cut you short, okay. now we have uh, the team list, the, the starting 11 uh, that was going to start in just about uh, uh, 42 minutes uh, there, about, about uh, 52 minutes there, about the game will start. Uh, and on goal we have Okoye, who retain his spot. Uh, Jamilo Collins also retain his uh, uh, left uh, left back role. Uh, Shiro, you know, uh, Abdullahi uh, return as, as starting in the team. Uh, Omeria also. Uh, return, uh, Chido Zemawazim return also, uh, Bonkil, uh, Michael Bonkil also will be playing in the midfield, uh, Michael also will be playing in the midfield, AJK that plays for uh, Russia side also uh, will be one of uh, the midfielders, then looking at the likes of uh, Sposi Simon, uh, Ahmed Musa the captain and Victor Oseme, they actually will make up the starting 11 for Team Nigeria. Paul is not starting. Paul is not starting, then in the bench we have Awusoho, Oyekeru, Akwehi, Wanfor, Murphy, Sanusi, Adeliki, and Paul Onacho. These are the players on the bench for Awusoho. Looking at the team, do you see us getting three points out of this game? Like I said, this team is quite suspect. So I know it's going to be really a difficult one. But by and large, we should be able to overcome the very oh. Even if it's by a long goal, we should be able to oh. seal all three points. But I'm surprised I was expecting him to start Osimen and maybe Paul up front. Oh. I thought uh, maybe Musa would have you know, taken a rest, oh. read the game from the bench and, and come on later. But again, he's the coach. He, he has his reason for starting Musa and oh. Osimen up front. So because if you look at this game, you know that uh, uh, the Kiberians are very fast. Yeah, they want to actually um, put the super egos on that tool. I think maybe that is the reason why he actually you know, are putting players who he actually know that they can actually mark and they can you know uh, give uh, they can match up what uh, the Kiberians are bringing mm -hmm. man for man in terms of you know space. Looking at Moses Simon, you know he has the space. Come and Musa, you know that he's getting older, but he's still he's still he's still he's still very agile. Yeah. Then Victor Osema can actually you know get the charge also. So I feel he's actually you know giving you know, a problem naturally for him to come in as a uh, as a substitute. Then from there we can have the lives of you know Moses Simon, you know getting to give him. Put the ball in the back of the net, but at this point in time, these are uh, the list of uh, the starting 11 of the So Let me just go through it again in case you actually miss that. Uh, Okoye will start in goal, uh, Jamilo Collins in three, uh, Shewu also, Abdullah will play in two, in the right back, uh, Kenneth Romero, Chidozium, and Rosium. Uh, those will be the five and six uh, for Team Nigeria. Then we have Bunker Michael, uh, they will actually be in the middle of the pack. HGK uh, will actually be in the front. Then Moses Simon, Hamed Musa, then Victor Seme, make up uh, the starting level for the Super Eagles. Before we go even for the Super Eagles, what will be your prediction for this match? Time game. I did one zero in favor of the Eagles. I don't expect it to. I'll be surprised if uh, the goals come rushing in. It'll be a good one for us, no doubt. But the Kiveria are playing at home. They have home advantage on, on their side. A couple of, like 5,000 of their fans will be in the stadium to come watch them play. So I'll keep the scoreline at one zero. But I expect the Eagles to bag all three points. 
course, I know that about it. It's going to be difficult uh, for the Super Eagles because we know that they'll be playing on the Astro Top synthetic pitch, not natural grass. They did that. They are very, very useful both in their club side and in uh, the country and Nigeria. And the match uh, will go live at uh, 5 p.m. and in front time uh, in Cape Verde at uh, uh, the Estadio Municipal Antero Sena in Medu and Mendulo. That will happen right there, just about uh, 48 minutes to the kickoff of the match. We rest assured that we give you all uh, the actions coming in and out from Cape Verde, blow to blow, right here on uh, the leadership of a newspaper. Uh, from now, away from that, uh, we move to our next story. Well, South Africa also, uh, they actually uh, defeated their opponent uh, to win. Uh, their match yesterday uh, against uh, the Black Star of Ghana. Mm. Can you imagine? They actually won that match 1 0 at the FNB Stadium uh, in uh, South Africa. That match, at least at this point in time, has guaranteed them uh, the group leaders to the chief of uh, the World Cup qualifiers. The World Cup that they actually hosted in 2010, yeah. and right about now, they are actually cruising the final course in the last. Do you think they can actually end Ghana? And qualify from that group as the only representative. Mm. Still team. a difficult group, but, you know. Yesterday they played at home. Mm. Although it came as a surprising result to me, I really didn't expect them to to to, to come away with a victory in that mm. one against Ghana. But all the same, they are playing at home, so that was extra motivation. There's still a return leg which we played back there, back there in Ghana. So I think Ghana will want to throw everything at them to ensure that you know at least they, they come with a, a victory in, yeah. when, when they play at home so for south africa talking the group for now i really think it will be difficult of course uh, before we go for a short break we want to get your uh, pause about uh, the match between the nigerian super eagles and uh, uh, the sharks of uh, Cape Verde at this point in time head straight to our facebook page our twitter uh, sorry our uh, youtube handle get to send in your prediction uh, for that particular match and when we get them we are sure that uh, we get to read it on air as they keep you know, coming but for now we'll go for a short break when we come back we still have Aisha Paris Cup in the package the certain some analyze has been you know recommended uh for the job at Arsenal at this point in time do you think he should actually you know uh take over for Mikel Achata but uh, wait and see what's really you know get to happen at the end of the day these are many more will come after the short break don't go nowhere Sports Orbit. We make the world go round. Hello and welcome from that short break. It's still uh, Sports Orbit right here on at the Leadership of Podcast Studio. The Sports Editor of Leadership and Newspaper join us in the course of the show. Sandy Post, how are you doing? Thank you, Mr. Wazis. Thank you. You have to, you know, uh, <laughs> went past uh, the traffic and we have to just make a way into this. Of course, uh, we head straight out to the one coming from uh, FIFA at this point in time where the FIFA press they're talking about Gani Fantino has, you know, has labeled the Brazil postponement against uh, the Argentines as crazy as his own opinion, saying that uh, uh, this match should actually be all the people. What do you actually think, Benjamin? And how best do you think the authorities should have been savage in that situation? I think what the FIFA needs to have done even before the match. Just when the the, uh, the union government come up with that uh, stretching, you know, mm-hmm. so they leave the matter in the board, not mm-hmm. even allowed to get it. Mm-hmm. So if you say that the uh, postponement of the matches, please, what do you expect at the end of the 
What is a possible you know, way forward uh, in this quack Miami the other day? I've actually not found ourselves. It has even affected Nigeria. Uh, about six of our players are expected, eight of our players are expected you know, to play against Kenta today. So, not be playing. Yeah, I think, like Charlie said, it's something FIFA should have intervened in a long time ago. Not even now coming out to say players were already in the pitch would have allowed much one. I mean, the Brazilians too also have their own rules also and the other thing is the Argentine are also to play because from what we are reading the Argentine authorities were aware the Brazilian rule states that once you have traveled once you're coming from the UK if you are not a Brazilian citizen you must quarantine for at least 14 days they mentioned UK and one other country so these players were coming in from the UK and the reports we got was that the results they they, they came, were falsified oh. And the Argentine Football Federation were aware. What was the big deal in them? As they would have alerted the Brazilian authorities or told, simply told their players that, okay, this is what is going to happen. So if you should step back, because even right now, Tottenham are planning to actually sanction their players. Exactly. Because they violated the rules. Because even they in the UK don't accept this kind of thing. So if their player will now go to a country and put other people at risk, and Tottenham are even planning to even sanction him. So I, I think it's something that FIFA really needs to look into. They have to be way of resolving this whole issue so that we won't get another situation where and a very important match is about to play almost to kick off and health officials are running onto the pitch to forcefully. Let's look at this scenario. Let's, let's look at this scenario. Assuming we allow this to die and all that and we hasten it to the World Cup proper. So does it mean the membership club will not allow players to go and represent their country in the World Cup? What do I what do I play is already the World Cup. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a criminal thing to work for. So I'm not saying it's, it's, not, it's, it's not proper. Yeah, no, it's not you get you, you need to party stage where you won't get to the World Cup. Mm-hmm. So if you are not passing, if they are not even allowed to get to the party stage, they will leave the World Cup mm-hmm. to talk about. So but like uh, uh, what the the authorities of the health authorities and where why is concerned about this COVID is we have to understand that this COVID has come to stay. And then either we like it or not, it's going to stay with us for some time. Mm-hmm. And at the the idea of saying Quarantine for 14 days is is not feasible. Yeah. They, they have to understand that you can't allow somebody coming from one country to say we must quarantine. I must come and spend 14 days quarantine in your country so they allowed me to whatever I want to But what is matter that as far as I have my say, COVID certificate satisfied that I'm free. Well, you don't just tested the paper, the person is tested, and you have a proof that yes, it's COVID free. You should be allowed to play football and go and go and go back. But this idea of saying you must, I, I can, I'm can, I, coming for just a, a, a football match, just one football match, and for a time you're going to perform in this, you are allowed to perform. Where is that time? It shouldn't work. So I think we have to understand this thing that you know, once you are satisfied 
by health authority than you are COVID free. You should be allowed to play the game. You are allowed to play your game. And before you follow up on the game, before you need to step up their game on this matter. They are coming this. Their health committees and members concerned mm. need to step up the process on how to mm. solve this problem. Mm. If not, I see likely that the catapult is already Of course, at this point, point in time, PFA just need to actually you know weather into the, uh, the situation, try to salvage the uh, situation at this point in time and ensure that uh, players are being allowed uh, to represent their country and play. Uh, the World Cup qualifier so that we can actually have you know a good road uh, to uh, 2020 at Qatar the World Cup. Away from that, uh, we are going to head straight uh, to uh, the news coming from uh, the camp of the organizers of the Aisha Bari Cup. They are saying uh, the Aisha Bari Cup has you know gotten a new date. Uh, they know that uh, uh, this uh, competition was supposed to you know, kick off uh, September 13, but at this point in time, they have shifted you know the kick off to September 15. And about six countries are you know, coming to Nigeria uh, for that uh, particular you know, club, uh, that particular competition. At this point in time, you have the lines of Mali, Cameroon, Ghana, Morocco, uh, Algeria, now coming uh, to uh, the Aisha Barry you know, in the national tournament. You see the Super Falcons getting to win this particular you know, championship. But when you come, when you come to Africa, we want to go. Spy music to be the South Africans, even when we played them uh, in the, the last uh, Women's uh, Nations Cup, uh, we actually know it was a fight up to finish. The South Africans, they were torn in our flesh. Uh, they have a very youthful team at this point in time. Uh, do you see the, like, the, the team that uh, Randy has actually you know, put up for this competition? Do you see them in competition? Well, I know they will put up a good fight, but I still expect the Super Falcons to win this one. Home advantage is on their side. We play in Lagos, so that will count a whole lot. So I, I really expect the Super Falcons at least to to get back to winning ways to at least win this one. Of course, uh, we know that uh, the Super Falcons didn't actually not qualify for uh, the Olympic Games at uh, this point in time. This competition will be the best for them uh, to you know uh, redeem their image and get themselves prepared ahead of uh, the women's in the nations cup. Everybody will set that to get to enjoy our uh, tournament at uh, the start of uh, the tournament. It will be you know going down right there in the city of uh, Lagos. 
the six nation from the street to the news coming from uh, the FCTFA, where uh, the chairman of uh, uh, the FCTFA talking about uh, Tal Abba Mohammed has splashed uh, 500,000 to uh, the champions of uh, the National Principal's Cup, talking about uh, Fosla Academy. And I say he will actually no partner the academy to develop and to nurture new talent uh, to stadium in uh, the nation's uh, capital. Uh, Way from that, uh, we head straight uh, to uh, the news uh, in England at this point in time, where uh, ex Chelsea star uh, talking about uh, Tony uh, Kassara, who has actually recommend uh, Sam Allardyce. <laughs> and at this point in time, the big sound, <laughs> at this point in time, mm. Alpha wants to actually no jump on this thing <laughs> because uh, some people would say uh, Sam Yes, they don't have fresh ideas. Forget that whole idea was appointed to see him. To see the same thing. 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 To see the To see the same so once Savaladis is coming to your team, just know that your team is at the risk of renovation. So he's coming here to salvage things. So when I saw this news, I actually laughed. I said, well, maybe this is what Arsenal actually needs. Because the way it's going, the way it's going, well, I wouldn't want to say, say more than that. <laughs> because the five games, five game ultimate of the viewing to Ateta, what's the guarantee that he's going to win all of those five games? It's going to be difficult Like Zaliko keeps saying, he said this is the right time to ask Ateta to leave and not to give him any five match ultimate. So if uh, someone is making a suggestion of Zabaladai, well, I think it's not really bad. Maybe he can come and uh, turn things. It's just that his kind of playing philosophy will not really fit into what Arsenal are known for. Uh, Sam Allardyce plays proper English football, you know, so, but Arsenal is not that kind of team. Arsenal is a flat team, so um, he wouldn't really be a perfect fit, you know, but if it's to save them from relegation, fine, but <laughs> if it's to get have Arsenal you completed, Have you completed that Arsenal is getting relegation? But for, for someone to, to, to be inviting Sam Allardyce, it means the person is scared for Arsenal, that they might actually uh, seek into relegation. Of course, uh, sorry for looking at Arsenal this morning in time. They really think they are more spend that when it comes to the English They spend about uh, more than 56 million pounds uh, this summer that just ended about uh, some, a few days ago. And uh, at this point in time, they are not actually not getting that neutral the way they want to get it. But do you think eventually, if this deal gets to pull through, do you think some other guys can serve it? Tend to buy at the I'm 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 I'm
of course best time is for Ateta to actually leave at this point in time you should join Victoria that is actually not coming from Salifu's part away from us now we head straight in camp of Barcelona where uh, the Barcelona team talking about the court has confirmed to that to extend uh, the contract of their coach talking about uh, uh, now, uh, Roland, Roland Kuhlman in uh, the company at this point in time. Looking at the performance of Barcelona, do you think the Dutchman deserves um, a contract extension? I think so. In my opinion, I think he didn't do too badly last season. Barcelona came third, still got them a Champions League qualifying. And sport because the truth is whoever you bring to Barcelona at this point in time, Barcelona is not the Barcelona of two, three years ago. That's the truth. The players who made Barcelona team are no longer there. You know, so it's like a whole new crop of generation of players. So people keep saying Ronald Coleman is Ronald Coleman is an ex backup player too. So he, he understands the backup philosophy properly. You know, so I think he didn't do a, 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 a terrible job. Back up to you know, every team comes through. I, I think back at two are beginning to go through that process mm. that my YouTube went through and are still going through. Every big team, whether you like it or not, mm. every big team goes through that process. Liverpool went through it. AC Milan went through it. Mm. It's just that for some teams, it takes much longer. Mm. You know, but back at two is going through, through that process because I don't really see back winning any serious trophy in another maybe two seasons. Just have to cut you short yeah. from there. Uh, last uh, story for today is that uh, uh, Novak Djokovic has actually no power through uh, power through uh, to the US Open uh, quarterfinal. They actually not defeated uh, the American uh, who are actually entered with the right card into the tournament jersey uh, with uh, a 6-1, 6-3, 6-2 mm. and 6-2 to actually you know cruise to the quarterfinals of uh, the US Open. We saw him you know, getting to be you know, uh, a sense back in the Olympic Games, but right here, he's getting to get back his breathing back. Uh, just to let you know that uh, the Super Eagles match will be against the Cape Verde, we'll be starting in about uh, 27 minutes time from now. And uh, Hamed Musa has you know, become joint you know, highest cap uh, giant player with uh, Joseph Yubo with 100 cap. He'll be making his 100 cap for the Super this not a long time. Uh, thank you. Alpha, it's great that we can join us. Mm. Always a pleasure. Of course, before we go, what's your prediction for today's match? Well, I don't have any prediction. I'm only prediction. Of course, Alpha, I like prediction. Of course, anything can happen
Any patriotics here, let's just say two one from me for uh, in favor of the super eagles. On this point, I want to thank you, our viewers, for staying with us. We return uh, with another bigger and better package tomorrow in support of it right here on the leadership podcast. Bye bye for now. God bless the Federal Republic of Nigeria. Bye bye. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.